ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. (laughs) Check this out. On this episode, what we're going to do is we're going back. What I want to talk about is early player-friendly gadgets. Now, before I start, listen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, 12 Kyle, you've never been a player. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, you've been a player, 12 Kyle, but the last time that you were a player, Bill Clinton was in office. (laughs) The last time that you were a player, Tupac was still alive. The last time that you were a player 12, Kyle, the Dallas Cowboys were relevant in football. (laughs) All this is true, but I do know about being a player. More specifically, I know that some of the earlier gadgets that we used really enhanced our ability to be players. Now, Let me let you in on a little secret, particularly for those of you who are somewhat younger than me. We didn't always have cell phones, right? Before technology exploded over the last 20 years, we pretty much used other player-friendly gadgets to Mac. And what I mean by Mac is you had to Mac. You had to spit game. You had to come correct with the ladies, (laughs) Now, here's a myth. I mentioned cell phones, but here's a huge myth. The myth is that cell phones are helpful. Wrong. They are not. Cell phones aren't helpful when it comes to being a Mac or a player. And I'm going to tell you why. Because cell phones contain everything. And, and, and they are the easiest means of communication. So if you're a player, honestly, a cell phone is not player friendly. But, you know, if you were looking to Mac somebody, you had other means of Macing. And I want to use this time on the podcast to talk about some other ways that we used to Mac. Now, again, you have to exclude me out of this conversation, King Germ, (laughs) because I, I I've been married since 2000. Um but we do have other ways that we used to Mac. For example, one of the early player friendly gadgets was the record player. Don't laugh. Kids call it vinyl now. But the record player was the thing back in the day. And I'm going to tell you why, Baylor. It's because the record player slowed everything down, right? Here's the scenario. You could invite a young lady over and just play records. I know my man Eclectic still does that to this day. (laughs) He plays all of the oldies. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's, you know, you didn't have to play the radio because technically, I mean, unless 
the quiet storm was on you know it's, it's not romantic uh, shout out to the quiet storm um and if you don't know about the quiet storm ask somebody older than you <laughs> ask your parents ask your grandparents about the quiet storm um while you're asking them ask about their record collection i will subscribe that anybody that came through in the 60s 70s and 80s had an extensive record collection and the reason being is that you know you had to listen to music and there was no other means to listen to music other than you guessed it the eight track <laughs> but you could only listen to the eight track in the car you know, I mean, well, you I, let me take that back. You could also listen to cassette tapes, but the record player was so much better. But everybody had a record collection. Um, it's it's crazy because like now, when I go home to my hometown of Florence, South Carolina, and I go to my mom's house, like I'll I'll go through some of her records. Like last time I was at the crib, I literally spent about an hour just going through records. I mean, I don't have a vinyl player. My sons do, but. I have nothing to play it on. So there was no need for me to, you know, bring any records home. Although I did want to find my 12 inch single of push it by salt and pepper. If for no other reason, because it had a dope album cover, <laughs> shout out to the leather jackets. But um, yeah, everybody had, you know, dope record collections because again, particularly if your dad or your uncle fellas was a Mac in the seventies and eighties, he had to have music to play when the ladies came over. Or if you had card parties at your crib, you still had to have a dope record collection. So check around, check with your folks, check with your aunts and uncles, your parents, grandparents, anybody older than you that came up in the sixties, the 70s and the 80s they were uh, let me let me rephrase that that these people that were adults because <laughs> i came up in the 80s but i wasn't an adult in the 80s right if you came up and was an adult in the 60s 70s or 80s you had a dope record collection if you had a dope record collection you probably had groups like the isley brothers or earth wind and fire or the Commodores, or Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin. I mean, the list goes on and on. Who knows? You might have had some journey in there. I don't know. Hall and Oates, you know, Billy Joel. <laughs> the people that I know that had extensive record collections, I mean, like they had a like, like my uncle. I mean, his record collection was crazy. He was the one who actually, um, got me into music the way that I, I kind of fell in love with music. And this was before hip hop, because again, I was born in 72, right? So I didn't have access to rap, hip hop. Well, it wasn't hip hop back then, but rap didn't come around, come around or come to me until like 84, 85. So before then I was definitely getting down with R and B. So, yeah. But yeah, ask ask your folks. And so if they had the Isley Brothers and Marvin Gaye and you know artists like that, one or two things were happening. Either they were macking or they were getting macked. <laughs> um what was another early 
Oh, another early player-friendly gadget was what I mentioned a little earlier, the cassette tape. That was my era. The cassette tape was dope. Everybody had a dope cassette tape. Um, You would either, cassette tape player, you would either uh, record off the radio or you would, you know, get your own tapes or what have you like that. Shout out to the Record Plus Press Play. Excuse me, Record Pause Play. Getting tongue tied here. Record Pause Play. That would allow you to record. I used to record a lot of stuff off the radio. And that was like dope to me. It was dope to record off the radio. Now, the thing about recording off the radio is that you had to make sure that you didn't get, you know, whoever was DJing getting their their um getting them talking over. You don't want them talking over your over your songs cuz ultimately you wanted to create a tape. So you get a blank tape or you or you could do like what I used to do, dub over other tapes, which means record over tapes that you already had. And if you had to you you take like two like a piece of tape and cover the ends on both uh, at the top of the tape and record over it. Or you could take like, um, I used to get two little small pieces of tissue, stick them in the top and record over it. But yeah, that was my era. Uh, that was my middle school era for sure. Uh, and what I used to do is make slow jams tapes. And I mean, it was the slow jams, get the draws tape. I mean, I've talked on here a couple of times about how we would make tapes, slow drams, get the draws tapes, and those tapes were epic. I mean, epic. Definitely epic. We 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 would we would do it all the time. Now, again, you could either make songs off the radio or from another cassette because soon what came was the dual cassette player. And if you had the dual cassette player, you could actually record from another tape. This was major because, honestly, uh, we didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> so given the fact we didn't have a lot of money, we would put a tape in. You put like a blank tape or a tape that you were trying to record and you would put that in the cassette deck. And then on the other deck, in the other deck, you would put the the. I guess the the master copy, if you will, um, and you were you would record it from the master copy to your blank or the new tape that you were trying to make. And that was dope, and we all did it, and that was really good for macking if you were macking at home or if you were macking in the car. <laughs> but either way, it was good for macking. Um, what else? Player friendly gadgets. Oh, one another early player friendly gadget was the pager. Mm. <laughs> okay, kids, pull up a chair. I can tell you exactly how a pager works. Pager really, if you think about it, the pager was the early text message. It was really the early text message. It was the first text message, if you will. Um, because 
you would have a number. And like, let's say my number was, I don't know, 777-9311. Shout out to the time. Um, So that's my beeper number. You would send me a beep. Basically, you would go to a phone or a pay phone. Shout out to pay phones. You would type in my my number, 777-9311, and it would send me an electronic beep. I mean, an electronic message, which would beep on my, my uh, pager. And so my page would go off. And once the pager goes off, it would contain your number, meaning, okay, hey, you got to call me back at 667-44444. And I do it. Now, for me, because the pager I got, I want to say my first pager was like 1998 ish, 1998. Yeah, yeah, 88. Excuse me, 98 was when I got my first pager. Um, I needed quarters. And the reason why I needed quarters was not because the pager cost anything, but I needed quarters because I had to call you back. And if I had to call you back more often than not, because I didn't have a cell phone, I would have to stop at a pay phone and call you from a pay phone. Now, folks, what a pay, <laughs> a pay phone is just that you would put in a quarter to call someone. So it was not a free call. So if you hit me on the hip or if I just needed to call you, even if you didn't page me, I would stop at a pay phone and I would call you back. That's how you call people when you're out and about. You would use a payphone. Uh, payphones obviously don't exist anymore. If you see a payphone somewhere, please take a picture of it and send it to me. I know that they no longer exist, but you know, if you live in a city, there may be one just standing somewhere, somewhere. I don't know. But yeah, pages were dope. And, and I never... I never, I always had just a regular pager. Like I never graduated to the, you know, two ways. Shout out to the two way pages. I mean, cause that was the first, that was like the real, real first text message mechanism. But because you could actually, now it was big, but you could actually type on it and you could type messages. I never graduated to that. Like I really went from the regular single pager to a cell phone and you know and even my early cell phone days i didn't really text and you really couldn't text because like why would you want to text somebody if you text somebody it would be you'd have to literally spell out every single word so it just wasn't worth it so um yeah the pages were so dope but yeah fellas Back then, you didn't give a woman your phone number. You gave her your pager number. <laughs> Macking at its best. Um, Another early player-friendly gadget was the answering machine. 
great memories. The answering machine was just that. It was a machine that you could leave a recording for someone who, some, when someone called you, they could hear your, your voice, your recording saying, hey, this is 12 Kyle. I'm not in right now. Leave a message. Leave a message at the beat. But honestly, Baylor, it didn't sound like that. You know how it sounded. It was more like, yeah, what's up? Yo, this is 12 Kyle. You know what to do. At the beat, leave a message and I'll call you back. Peace. I don't know why we did it. And like everybody, everybody had their own personalized answer machine, you know, recording. Like nobody had just the regular, you know, hey, this is 12 Kyle. Call me back. You know, no, no, no. Like, like even my voicemail on my, I mean, I never call my cell phone, but my voicemail on my cell phone is whoever the little white lady is. I don't know. I mean, because I've never, I've never wanted to leave. I never wanted to personalize my um, my cell phone answer machine. You know why? Because I had so many years of having a real answering machine. The 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 cell phone, the answering service on your cell phone now, you know it's me. You you call me, so just leave a message. It, you know it doesn't even say my name or anything. It just says you reach whatever my phone number is. That's it. I, I never changed it. I never because I went through the answering machine era. Messages were left. And you created your answering machine message based on however you were feeling or whatever. People got creative with it. Everything. I loved it. And more often than not, you had a slow jam paint playing in the background. And that was very necessary for Mac. So, yeah. King Germ, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, answer machines, man. Those are good times. I... I I miss the answering machine days, but most definitely the answering machine was a player friendly gadget. What else? What else? Oh, oh, cannot forget about the caller ID. <laughs> now, up until about, I don't know, 1998, when your phone rang, you had no idea who it was that was calling you. You just answered the phone. Like there was no, there was no way of knowing because the caller ID did not exist. So, I mean, just imagine having a phone, particularly those of you who didn't live through this era, but imagine having a phone and the phone rings and you have no idea who it is. <laughs> You know that they're calling for you, but you have no idea who it is. Um, yeah, fellas, it was just like that. And I mean, like, you had a choice. If you were a player, and let's just say you had a let's say you had a girl at your crib, and your other girl was calling you, you couldn't answer the phone because you know what? You had no way of knowing. It could be it could be your other girl calling. It could be your mother calling. <laughs> That's just how it was, man. The caller ID was a breakthrough. Um, because it gave players a chance to understand 
who was calling and it gave you the opportunity to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick that up. Oh, hey, I'm not touching that. <laughs> but yeah, that's just how it was like you. You had no idea who was answering your phone until the phone got picked up. The caller ID would not only give you the name, but the number for who was calling. So, you know, it made it easier to screen your calls. And to be honest, if you were macking, that was a must. <laughs> you had to screen your calls because, I mean, like if you're a player, you can't get jammed up like that. Now, of course, that did lead into the technology of the cell phone. But, you know, that probably was the last one of the last early, you know, player friendly gadgets. Because, you know, you know, the model technology ain't player free, friendly. It's not. It's never been player friendly. All players should know that technology ain't player friendly. Um, What else? What else? Uh, oh, the blank CD. The blank CD was an early player friendly gadget because I'm going to tell you why. And Eclectic can attest to this. It's the original playlist. Like we didn't have, <laughs> we didn't have Apple Podcasts and uh, you know Spotify and Title and all of this stuff like that. We didn't have all of that. So this, the blank CD was the original playlist. Um, it was the graduated version of the cassette tape. It was the, you know, it went from being a slow slow jams get the draws tape to the slow jams cd uh that you had in your hand it was the joint that you used to mac the cool part about it was it was so player friendly that you could have a cd specifically made for a particular woman or man it was the joint so if Carol was coming over, you could make a bunch of songs just for Carol. If Tanya was coming over, you could make a CD just for Tanya. And you know what, fellas? If she really liked the CD and you had the technology you could actually burn her her own copy. <laughs> yeah, girl, this with me and you. Every time I listen to this CD, I remind, this reminds me of us. Here, let me give you a copy. <laughs> oh, man, good days, good days, man. But yeah, this was the original playlist. Like I said, it, it was a graduated version from the cassette tape. Because here's the thing about the blank CD. It was a CD. The cassette tape, you had to put it on and just let it play, right? A CD, you weren't bound to play the songs in which they were recorded. So you could play the CD however you wanted to play. You could put it on shuffle. <laughs> you could put it on repeat. So if you wanted to hear a particular song over and over again, have at it. This was everything and last but not least i mentioned a little earlier um it was a player friendly gadget but this was 
this was the beginning of the end for Mac because technology was really literally knocking at our door and that was the two-way pager the two-way pager it was big it was a screen that slid out um that was the one where you you know if you were a player you really had to be very careful because anybody could just about anybody could see what you were typing if they got close enough to you and you know I don't really know. Could you lock those things? I, I, I'm asking because I, I I don't know. I never had one, so I I couldn't even tell you. But yeah, the two way pages that that was like the last that was the last stand. Like after that, cell phones got you know really really popular, and everybody got one. And you know the thing about it was with the two ways, that was where somebody could probably get in contact with you very quickly and again that was kind of like the downfall because up until that none of these gadgets really could pinpoint where you were or put people in immediate contact with you that's the thing about the cell phone like i could be in waterloo iowa (laughs) if you call my cell phone you can reach me like, there's no such thing as like, oh, I couldn't get him. <laughs> you can reach me. If I go to Timbuktu, wherever, t- is Timbuktu a real place? Is it a real place? Oh, okay. I, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Timbuktu, if I went to Timbuktu, you could call me, or at the very least, you could send me a text message, and I would get it. Yeah. It's not, tech. cell phones, not, they're not player friendly for, for the players out there. It's not player friendly, but the two way pages, that was the beginning of the end because we gave up so much, you know, as players, we gave up so much and we couldn't be players no more. So, you know, it's just, it just kind of faded from there. From there, you went to the cell phones and then you went from the, like I had a flip phone. (laughs) That was my first phone, a flip phone. And then after that, like I went from the flip phone and when I went from the flip phone to the blackberry and when i got the blackberry i think just about all of the phones were moving toward that where they had all of the um well they basically had a keyboard which is what the two-way was the two-way had a keyboard but the cell phones they had the full keyboard or full or, or keyboard capacity it was a wrap then by then you know everybody had it and you know you, you couldn't be a player anymore. You just you either had to turn your chips in, or you had to be, <laughs> or you had to be real careful. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get on here and just tell you guys about that time. It was a great era, particularly for those of you who, if if you didn't see it or or you weren't here for it, it was a great time. You know, because again, like I said, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again technology really ain't player friendly for those of you players out there y'all can attest to it you know that's why y'all out here locking your cell phones (laughs) taking the phone in the shower with you (laughs) i mean yeah it's just it's not it's not for players now you might if, if you're a player you really shouldn't even have a cell phone you should just be 
you you should let people contact you by pitch. That's what you should be doing. I, of course, again, this is coming from someone who's not a player, who has not been a player forever. I mean, a long time. So, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of get on here and wax poetic about it. If you live through that era, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You probably were laughing the whole time I was describing this. And if you didn't, you know, you, you missed a good era. You know, I mean, you missed a time where it was things were a little slower and life probably was a little, little bit more boring. But what can I say? We loved it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast drops each and every Thursday night at midnight. And from time to time this year, we will drop bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight. Be sure to also subscribe to the YouTube channel to catch the videos. That's going to do it for me. Again, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.